Quiet! Class is in session, and it's time for another round of badassness. The Funkaholics Pod is a podcast that talks about what they love, and we are playing, playing with the boys. Staying, playing with the boys. We are getting into the middle of the fight and ready to kick this season into overdrive. The Funkaholics Podcast is starting right now. You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. Jeez, I think I might have just lost my voice after singing those high notes. How about that? I was, I was not going to lie, bro. That was pretty good. I'll give you props on that. Like, you kind of sat back for a minute there, bro. You're like, what the fuck? He's all taking out his lighter. Yeah, right? <laughs> you had me, hit me right in the feelings, bro. I was like, damn, this guy's got it. He was all tearing up today. Oh, man. I was, uh, I was a little bit nervous about that one when I wrote that into the introduction. I was like, oh, how am I going to pull this off? It we'll worked. see. We'll it see. Worked. You pulled it off. It was a success, bro. <laughs> yeah, just, just don't do it again. Right, just don't do it again. It was that one time, That's one hit wonder. Just call me one Vanilla hit. Ice. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, guys, Funkaholics, welcome back to another great episode. We are kicking it into overdrive. We've got another great episode for the Cobra Kai season five, and I brought back um fellow fellow Cobra Kai. Kayans, I don't know. I, I'm I'm drawing my inner Johnny right now, so I'm going to make right. up words. <laughs> I like it. Um, so, in the last episode, for those of you that are following along with us, there was we're almost starting to feel a divide. Um, you know, it was getting a little Game of Thrones <laughs> in bit. here. Yes, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> we were fired up. <laughs> um, but um, I've got they're they're working on mending the bridge here, guys. So I don't know. We'll see. You know, there time will tell. We still got a few more episodes coming out of of Cobra Kai season five. So we'll see if 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 uh, if the bridge gets fixed. So I brought back my Cobra Kaiens again. That's right. Um, I've got Angela with us. Hey, Funkaholics! Thanks <laughs> for having me back. <laughs> And I got my boy Jake back with us. What's going on, Funkaholics? Welcome. I'm glad to be back. All right. Guys, what do we do in true Funkaholics form? We start, Ooh, with, start with salud. Yes. Pop that top. That's right. Cheers. Cheers. To another great episode. That's right. Salud. Salud. Ooh, that's good. That is good, actually. It tastes like a Caroni. Angela. Start us off. What are you drinking? Oh my gosh, Sam Adams Oktoberfest. <laughs> I didn't even. I haven't gone to look it. I need to still do that. Um, oh, I, yes. I need to do that. I haven't. You, had a you know, it's really, really good if you like Oktoberfest. Um, I don't get me wrong. I like the pumpkin beers as well, but mm-hmm. Oktoberfest hits the spot at this time. Well, I'll make sure to get some of that, and we'll, we'll talk about. It. I'll give you my review. On the next episode, <laughs> there <Okay>. we go. <laughs> I'm telling you, try Jake's to find it because it's. Yeah, you're gonna have to. Um, I, I'm trying to remember if you can actually buy it. 
You have a Total Wine there, don't you? We sure do. We do? Yeah, yeah. Hey, hit up Total Wine. That's probably going to be your best bet. All right. Sam's Club yeah. would be a good one, too, bro. I Sam's remember. Club, I yeah. I don't have a Sam's Club membership. I got, I got a Costco. You. You got I got you. All right, cool. All right, man. We're, we're going to get it. We're going to make it happen. <laughs> How funny is that, bro? Like, we live in the collector world, and, like, now we have to fucking, like, go on the hunt to collect <laughs> beer. That's how we do it, man. We, we collect everything. Beer, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Nando, what you got? Uh, so I am drinking Estrella Jalisco. That's right. It's a uh, cerveza. What does that say? Dorada. Dorada. Dorada? Gold, I don't know. Gold beer. Yeah. I'm still. It's a uh, lager, right? Uh, I believe no. so. Uh, yeah, it is a lager. Yeah. That's yeah. why it's not bitter. Yeah. Um, mm. it's a. Uh, that sounds like a Johnny beer. Oh, uh, it might be. Uh, if he was I, in Mexico. I'd say it's more of a Carmen beer. Carmen. Hey, Carmen. <laughs> Maybe a Grandma Yaya. I don't know. I don't, Johnny Johnny still hasn't fucking got away from, from those banquets. <laughs> Coors banquets. <laughs> I think he's going to drink that through the next season, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm so, I like this episode, what he does with his Coors banquet. Oh, yeah. Case boxes. We got to talk about that one. Yes. <laughs> um, All right, Jake, what you got? I'm doing same? the same thing. I got the same thing. Nando, he, I couldn't have it. He said, you just can't water. If you're going to be repping Cobra Kai and Johnny Lawrence, you got to do it right. You got to have a cold brew. Skin. Yes. So here I am. I know he doesn't like silver. I was going to offer him a glass of wine, but. No, oh, yeah. I ain't that fancy. <laughs> so, I'm OG some Cobra Some fine Kai. whiskey. Some fine whiskey. <laughs> so. Do you guys have salt and lemon, or is it just straight? Just straight. We just straight. Just straight. Yeah. Nice. We're a little unprepared. Nice. It's cold. No, though. that's fine. That's it's fine. Cold. I'm not big. My, my, I'm, I'm getting to the age where I'm, I'm a heartburn kicks in if I get a little too rambunctious with certain things. Right. Too much salt, then you're just like, Ugh. oh yeah. So sometimes it's just <laughs> you just aged yourself. I'm aged. I got heartburn. I get heartburn. <laughs> I know. I knew I was getting old when I got uh, my prescriptions on automatic refill. I'm like, damn. Oh, dude. I've passed, the, I've passed a certain point in my life. <laughs> I, I, can have... hear t- I can already hear Jake. I can't breathe. <laughs> I can't breathe. My knees popping, my back. Oh, I got to make sure I eat so I can take my back pills. Right. That's, still, that's Jonathan. Um, Jonathan's got to eat. Yeah. That's John, Jonathan. Dude, Jonathan's like 60. <laughs> Jonathan's got he's 60 years old right now. Oh, my boy. Shout out to he Jonathan. Turned, if you're hearing, shout out to you, bro. He just turned 90. Give that's, him a break. Right. Right. <laughs> at least his at least his body did. Uh, he's got the knee he's got the knees of a 90 year old. <laughs> he does. Definitely. We need to create we need to create a Brody uh, you know, Iron Man kind of body. Oh cast yeah, for him. Oh, dude, that just, poor some, guy. just something for his knees. That's all he needs. <laughs> he probably wear them too. <laughs> he would not mind. I'm sure he wouldn't. Oh, <laughs> Shout out that to the home Jonathan. Guy. Right? Oh man, if Jonathan watched the show, we would definitely have him on here. But you know, he's he, he don't watch the show. He fuck can, him then. Never he, mind. I take he, back, I take back my what's up because he ain't gonna hear it anyway. He so. continues to disappoint me, but you know, I still love him. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I always miss him. <laughs> oh man! So, are you guys ready to jump into uh, season five, episode four? Yes, oh, I let's am. do I'm it. Ready. I know. Um, I know. I had a hard time at the end of uh, our last episode 
just remembering my fucking numbers and what episodes we were going to be talking about next. Jake was literally showing me fingers, and I was just like, uh, 18. That's right. <laughs> episodes 18 through 21. Uh, we got there in the end, though. That's all that matters. We got yes. there in the end. Oh, man. I think that Terramana got to me a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> oh, man. So, episode four, we jump into, and it is downward spiral mm-hmm. so on this one guys from the introduction this is where i got it from but is uh did carmen watch maverick yeah what's up with that yeah I, I, that's that's a good question man i was kind of wondering that myself i don't uh <laughs> totally didn't see that coming but it was I, about, it I'm was like, cool i didn't either <laughs> carmen she just surprises full of surprises right she's, she's got She's just yeah. She's that one. She's got it. I'm like, is it Halloween? What's going on here? <laughs> I know, like, it totally caught me off guard. And then when I realized it was a dream, I was like, okay, all right. So now I can kind of see why Carmen and Johnny works work so good together. You exactly. know what I mean? And you know why she's yeah. so in love with him because she's uh, a cochina. That's right, just like him. <laughs> oh, God, I love to be cochino with oh, her. He might it's become a little how, how she sees him. Like, we got to see how she sees him, right? Oh, yeah. She, she, she totally looks at him like that's her maverick. Yeah. Like, 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 that's Tom Cruise for her. That's like, yeah, that's like her babe, <laughs> like her 1990s babe, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, uh, he's, he's, you know, he lived in that retro life and she's, she, <laughs> She loves it, so hey, man. She's like, yeah. So I'm about that. She said, I'm about that. Yep. That was so funny. Like It was. Like, so when when she went to go, like, hit the water and it started spraying out the opposite way, I was like, <laughs> oh, God, I hope she's not going to call Johnny to fix this. <laughs> then, so when she does, I'm like, okay, where's this going? And then all of a sudden the door, no- the door knocks and, like... <laughs> There he is, dressed up like fucking Top Gun. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck's going on here? But, like, even the boys playing, like, on the fucking beat, like, in the sand with the fucking volleyball shit. Yeah. It was Miguel, Robbie, Johnny. Yeah. I don't know who the other people were, but... <laughs> it, there was they a, even had the baby in the stroller. They had the baby in the stroller. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Jeez, man, that was she was loving it. Oh, she was. Her fantasies, she's got what she wanted. You know, it's funny how you guys brought up on the last episode, right? How Johnny's going to get everything that he deserves—the family, the job, the house—and I'm thinking, was that kind of like foreshadowing? You know, in a way, uh, it might be. <laughs> kind of was. I think so. Think that's, a, that's a good call out. Yeah, that's a very good call. And that's why, like, I think maybe that's what I was. I I predicted. I, I called it out last time. You told me not to. I know, <laughs> caused you a little bit of struggle there, but <laughs> I've been on one lately. Oh man! Anyway, all I mean, just the way that that episode started off, that whole dream, the music, Johnny dressing up as fucking Maverick. <laughs> Top I mean, Gun. It uh, and then just for the boys, like for having Miguel and Robbie out there too, you know what I mean? Like kind of reliving the eighties. And then like, we kind of even get a hint of it and we'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, Miguel even, you know, watches movies with Johnny and stuff like right. that. So it was, a it was a really great way to kick off, um, you know, episode four. 
and uh and and just a way to start it off i mean i i loved it i loved every second of it i thought it was really good um it was just really cool the way they brought all that together did you see her face when oh, she woke yeah. up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she looked at it and she's like come here boy <laughs> she was ready to go <laughs> it was like world um, war ii was starting in her or world war five was starting in her pants she was thinking the best way to start your day is folders yep. in your cup you know what i mean <laughs> I said, slow down. You're already pregnant. Well, that's me. Hey, man, there's no holes bar now. Right. You can be reckless. Just say you can't get pregnant twice. Johnny doesn't have to worry about those sorry ass condoms that's anymore. A- <laughs> <laughs> uh, tiger claw. That dude loves anything with claw in it. Anything that looks badass to him. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. So, um,. I thought that, like I like I said, I thought that was a really great way to kick off the episode. And, and like, once all that was happening, I mean, I was at the edge of my seat. I was keyed in. I was like, all right, let's 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 see where this goes. So um, we get to see Shannon, uh, Robbie's mom. She um, looks good. Right? She's like, I was like, bared? oh, oh man. She looks, smoke show. Yeah, for, yeah, she looked really good. She looked about as good as she did the last time that we saw her. Oh yeah, which was good for her, which I I really enjoyed. And for for all the the funkaholic pervs out there, um, <laughs> you can look up Diora Baird, um, Playboy. Did, did we do that already? I think we uh, did that. already. Yeah, and uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, yeah, <laughs> get the best of the best of that's, her on there. That's right. <laughs> You gotta be over eighteen. Let's listeners for over eighteen. Over eighteen. If you're under eighteen, don't worry about it. Yeah. Parental control. Parental control. We apologize for that. Um, oh, real quick. So I knew there was something that I wanted to bring up in the last episode that you we forgot. talked about. And now you and remember. I forgot, and now I remember. Okay. Um the the hippie dude that Johnny and Robbie kicked the shit out of. The one in Mexico? The one in Mexico. Yeah. Did you, re- did you recognize who that is? No, I didn't. The Australian guy? Yeah. Uh, I didn't recognize who it... Kano from Mortal no. Kombat. Oh, ah. you lie. You lie. I lie. Oh, man. Damn. Him, Easter egg. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's fat now. I was like, I know that fucking voice from somewhere. And then when I saw his face, I was just like, wait did a minute. Look it up? Wait a minute. Yeah, I looked it uh, up. It's confirmed. <laughs> I it up. IDB. IDB first, confirmed. So I thought that was really cool <laughs> that they brought, uh, you know, they brought, well, Mortal Kombat's, you know, one of my favorite movies and it's tor- shows so bad it's and good. everything. So yeah. bad it's good. So bad it's good. Yeah. But I, I knew there was something that I wanted to bring up, so that we got it out there. So, uh, Shannon, what did you guys think about, so... The first time we see Shannon and Johnny, it's not good. It's not right. great at all. Like she has, she's lost in her old she's world. She's trying to, and yeah, else. she's trying to figure her her life out. You know what I mean? And she wants nothing to do with Johnny or you know the help that she does try to get get from Johnny. She already knows he's not going to be there. Right. Um, she goes through rehab. You know, she gets the help that she needs and everything. You know, thanks to Mister Larusso. Hey. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know you didn't and, see me, but I just rolled my eyes. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I had to throw it out there because I, yeah, okay. I think this is. Uh, you're not going to be happy in these next episodes because this is where we get to talk about my boy a lot. <laughs> and uh, so, what were you guys' thoughts? Where we get to see, you know, so sober Shannon, you know, uh, Shannon not being so much of a cougar, 
uh, you know, her trying to find, you know, these older men that are going to help out her and Robbie. I, um, like, I brought it up before, and it seems like a lot they do in this in this story is they, again, they do, the, like, they come full circle, and it seems like everything works out for everybody, which is not really realistic. But Damn. I mean, it's not. I mean, it doesn't always work out. Yeah. Life doesn't always work out like that, so it's not perfect. But, I mean, it's, it's nice, but, like, it's like, oh, come on. Every, everybody's coming up now. I mean, come on. Right. I, I mean, somebody's got to stay down. You know what I mean? Everybody can't win. <laughs> so, I mean, it's nice to see, but like I said, it's like everybody's not winning. Everybody's related to these people's winning. Get out of here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop winning. <laughs> so, no, uh, it, I, I like it. It's, but again, like I said, just it's like, man, everybody's coming out the gutter. Right. Johnny's out. Everybody's doing good, which, I don't know. That's my, that's my look on it. Everybody can't win. No, I got you, man. I got you. Yeah. It was nice to see Shannon, like, look at Johnny in a different way. You know what I mean? Kind of like... From that point, yeah. To look at Johnny and be like, dude, this is the fucking Johnny that we had been waiting for. But, I mean, she even tells Johnny. Like, you know, she's like, I know you knocked up Carmen because you have that look on your face. It's the same look on your face when I told you I was pregnant with Robbie. Right. Um, But, like, she shows appreciation. She... Tells him, you know, congratulations. Like, there's no hard feelings. You know what I mean? Which is not normal in our world. You know what I mean? In our world, it's like, nope. what? You did what? And like, you know, fuck you. And you know, I'm done with you. <laughs> but, you know, I, apparently everything goes a lot better in California in That's the karate right. world. And <laughs> everything is better in the valley. <laughs> and it was, it was really nice for her to, like, recognize and see, like, what Johnny was doing and... Like, even for her to, like, even, like, she didn't have to help Johnny out with anything. But she still offered. You know what I mean? She still threw it out there and told him, you know, well, now it's time for you to really be an adult. So, I'll help you out, help you get a job, you know, things like well, that. Him, yeah, it helped him get it set up, like, you know, with the the geek squad or their version of the geek squad. I forget whatever it's called. Nerd something or other. And it's yeah. homie, his homie shows up to the house. <laughs> which good old is, Dimitri. Good old Dimitri. But yeah, no, it's, it's like, again, you know, um, it is nice to see that, you know, she let bygones be bygones. Apparently she got her life together and she's let Johnny do the same thing, right? Let him have yep. a chance at, at getting it right this time. So again, I applaud, mm-hmm. her. I applaud her for that. Right. Maybe in season six we'll get to see if uh, Shannon's got her uh, someone in her life finally, she someone a, good. I'm gonna call it. She's in there with chosen. I'm calling it out right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say chosen. I was like, uh. Uh, he's the only single <laughs> she, one left, bro. He's, she might be into the skinny dipping, hey, man, bro. He's, he's, <laughs> the guy's still rocking and rolling. All right. There's another thing too, a little thing that I want to point out, and what, and we'll get to chosen, but um, there was a thing that I recognized, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" And I was like, "Okay." So, um, Angela, did you have any thoughts on the way that Shannon was just showing appreciation to Johnny? I loved it. I loved it. Absolutely loved it because it's kind of like that co-parenting for Robbie that they have been able to become civil. And yeah, I know Jake has brought it up quite a bit in the past of the growth in these characters. And you could tell, like you could see the growth in both of them. You know, they were being civil. They were having a conversation. Like you said, she recognized where Johnny was coming from and 
trying to hook him up with another job. You know, one of the things that I really, really thought was hilarious when she's trying to tell him about the job, right? And he's like, no, 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 no. I don't. I did that right out of high school, and girls get kind of grabby. So. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> and she's like, "What? No." Like, I'm gonna hook you up with the nerd squad. He's <laughs> about there to, and, to shake it. Yeah. So, like, so we know Johnny that was done in so many other ways, right? <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> so we know Johnny was a stripper in his past life. He was an exotic dancer. <laughs> Honky Thunder, right? <laughs> Dang, the Chip and Dale, right? <laughs> it's funny too, because like I like when he was, that was all going on, like the the pictures from early on the seasons of him, like when like his modeling pictures, yeah, flashing yeah. Right. I was like, Ooh. he was out the there, ca- calendar. I want to make it happen. <laughs> Oil me up, That's right? right. <laughs> Next up to the stage. <laughs> so I I really like the relationship and and I'm happy I'm really happy for her I really liked it. Oh yeah, it's definitely a lot better now and it's going in the right direction. So like, yeah, hopefully maybe you know they squeeze it into season six and we get to see uh, Shannon happy for uh, yeah. for a change. Right on. So Splasharama. The water adventure. Splash-a-rama. Splash-a-rama. But is it? And kids will be kids, right? Yep. So what did, what did you guys think of uh, Splash-a-rama? I kind of thought that that was their version of... Yeah. Daniel, of the golf. Yeah. Golf and stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, the golf and stuff. That's the golf and a, stuff. Another yeah. reference. Yes. I uh, do, too. Yeah, I mean... Uh, that was like their summer hangout. Ah, I just the like again. I just like how they they make references to the again to the movies, but it's it's obvious, but not too blatant, and it's it's got a twist on it. So right, I like revisiting that stuff because what mean, it so what did <coughs> excuse me, what did you guys think of um, of um, so we we see Hawk Eli. Because I guess Hawk's coming back. I mean, he's growing out his hair again and shit. And we see that coming. Right. Um, but we see him, you know, call out to Moon. Hey, babe, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we know him and Moon are together. Um, we know Dimitri's working. Mm-hmm. Right. So we still don't know about him. And God, why do I want to say like her name is Robin or something like that? I don't know her name. <laughs> we couldn't remember the last time. I still can't remember her name. <laughs> but... um. <laughs> what did you guys think of the awkwardness between Miguel and and Samantha? Because we we saw the breakup, right? Right. And yeah. then you know they're friends. I guess so. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I guess I can relate to it. It's like that uh, ugh, the, that ugh feeling. It's yeah. Like, ugh. I don't know. I I mean, it's real. It's real. I mean, I felt it obviously because I'm like, yeah, I I can understand that. Right. So I mean, that whole. Their whole relationship has been, you know, hot and cold, and I don't know. I think it just really represents relationships today. It can be that way, so I don't know. Hopefully, they'll uh, we'll have to see how they end up in the end, right? Yep. Well, we'll we will see. Angela, what were you, what were your thoughts on Splasharama? Yeah, I, I mean, I I'm sure even for Moon, it was kind of awkward because now they're kind of stuck in the middle, right? She's over here wanting to meet Hawk and then realizes, Oh, 
of course he's going to bring Miguel, right? Right. And so now it it it, it kind of puts them, which it it's always like that, right? When it comes with friends that are dating friends, and something kind of goes sideways with either one of them, um, there the other <laughs> friends kind of get they get you know stuck in the middle, and so I I kind of felt really awkward for poor Moon because she's trying to keep it even with everybody, and you know it, it was really 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 awkward and i i could see how hard it was for samantha and for miguel because they're kind of trying to not put their friends you affect their friends but i mean it's it's going to they it's inevitable yeah 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 that's always going to happen i mean it is yeah the the cool thing about it though is like we got the awkwardness and then we got like some silence for a moment and then, you know, Miguel Miguel steps in. But I think in that whole scene, um, I could see I could still see that Miguel cares for Sam. Oh yeah. Like, there oh, wasn't, it's apparent. Yeah, there wasn't anything that was gonna change it. Not right. not um not Tori or I think that ship is finally Oh yeah, that door's yeah, closed. It's, it was the Tori and him, they're not even that's not even a thing, you know. It's right. right. Sam, even Sam's, even even in Tori's side too, right? Because Tori's not even. No, she's she's done with that chapter too. Yeah, exactly. she's got eyes for Robbie, and that's it. Right, right, and that's one of the scenes that we see is when they're talking together, and you see her face glow up when it, when Robbie shows up. Right, she gets right. all giddy, and um, it seems like they haven't skipped a beat. But hey, let me ask you this because I thought. For some reason, the guys that she's talking to were those. Were those Robbie's friends that he used to hang out with before? No, it wasn't them. Uh, I know the ones that they were doing about. the criminal jobs with. No, those guys. Were yeah. No, 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 no. So who were those guys? I think they were just some, just maybe some kids, some background kids, some 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 uh, some of the ones from Cobra Kai. Because let's be honest, when we look at some of the scenes from. The new Cobra Kai dojo and everything. There's a uh-huh. shitload of new faces in that in that dojo. <laughs> there are. You know what I was thinking is what was that girl's name? The one that what happened to her? Um, hopefully, maybe we'll see that in the next season. Um, God, that big, bigger girl, the the black girl. Oh, oh, yeah. she's long gone. I'm sure she's never coming, she ain't back. coming back. I don't think she's. You're coming talking back, about. Bro. You're talking about Aisha, Sam's friend, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Aisha. Aisha, yeah, I think that's what her name was. Like, I was thinking, no, was like, where's she at? She out there kicking in heads. What's going on? Rem- remember, they send her off to like some private school, or, right? Because they did. But I was like, dad, where's she at? Yeah, no, I'm sure she is long gone. Well, there was some shit that she was going through outside of the show that she oh, stirred up. Some right. Stuff. Yeah. So they like they like wrote her off for now. She gone. But- Never know. Maybe in maybe nah, in season she's six. We, this season's <laughs> two. It's like Melrose Place up in here. Um, but I, I was I was uh, I, I messaged you that day again. We, I guess we're, before we move on from Slasherama, I do like that they were beating up Lapuso again. That's just <laughs> that's just funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> Put him inside the floaties. Uh, and, poor Lapuso. Fuck that guy. <laughs> he he goes through some stuff, man. I mean, the, the donut pizza hamburger king. To all of a sudden, he's, he's right. He's a track star now. Get out of here. <laughs> Fuck. They they made him they made him pay for Graduated sure. Graduated from junior whoppers to whoppers, man. That's right. It's not even the same actor. I don't think he's the same guy, bro. Overnight, bro. Get out of here. 
anyways, <laughs> I just wanted to add that in. Oh, um, man. Um, <laughs> one of the things that I found interesting, too, is, like, the way that they're so territorial. territorial. Yeah. Territorial with each other, like right. Um, like right away, the shit starts. Like they spot one person, and then you know they all got a flock over there, and you know they're like a bunch of fucking like uh, man. That's they're gang, gang, bro. That's on yeah. site. They're on site. Yeah, that's exactly, what it is. Like, man. It's, it's, they just nobody can chill the fuck no, out and just have a good time, man. Splash around, it don't matter, bro. It's, it's gang, gang. That's on site out there. If they catch you lacking. It's, it's over. <laughs> What about yeah. the fucking, what about the built lifeguard? But he kind of had like a fucking, like he was still going through puberty. It happens, bro. <laughs> it happens. I think that guy was on the steroids too. That guy was on the steroids, bro. It, it is what it is. It kind of reminded me of, um, what, uh, what is it, Grown Ups? Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, 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 that, yeah. Uh, Saskatchewan, eh? Yeah, Saskatchewan. Yeah, Saskatchewan. <laughs> I said everything's everything's big but his voice. Get the fuck out of here. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. All right, guys. So you know we 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 go from that scene. You know, and we we'll come back to it. But we uh, we get to see. Um, God, why am I drawing a blank right now? Uh, we got to, we get to see Miss Larusso, uh, Miss Amanda's son. Um, excited and you know she's telling daniel like hey we're gonna go to this thing mm-hmm. you know it's for youth and all that bullshit fundraising all that shit you know the stuff that she's into um you know community involved shit yeah not karate not karate, <laughs> not karate. and uh so they're all you know they're all pumped up about it they're ready to go and and uh and lo and behold they show up. She's all excited. She's talking to the lady that's running the show. And then they find out it's not her house. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. someone else's. <laughs> and somehow Daniel looks at the fucking Ferrari parked right there. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick silver. <laughs> yeah. Quick silver. That's the wrong house, bro. <laughs> and, uh, and, it, and it goes from there. So the, the, the part that I wanted to cover, guys, is... is is Silver finally getting the best of Daniel? Like, are we are we having a, a flashback to? Oh yeah, Karate Kid. Oh, uh, easily. Yeah, easily. Karate Kid. Yeah. 3. I mean, the so, mind games yeah. are the mind it's, games are really getting to him, right? It's like the chess, yeah. man. It's like no matter you know, Silver's he's moving his pieces a lot better and a lot faster. He's outmaneuvering all of them, all the time. Right. So right he's, now, he's I a think couple steps ahead of Daniel, huh? All it's yep, he is because he knows him, right? He's still. That's the issue that that we find is that yeah Daniel um, and all these guys unfortunately they still have that sort of old mentality they haven't really grown a lot so Silver is already like I know this kid yeah so he knows how to manipulate him he knows how to position himself and he he can anticipate the countermeasures so right now it's advantage Silver all the way yeah definitely Angela what did you think when uh, when you saw Terry come out and you saw that they were at his home. <laughs> <laughs> I was loving it. But Daniel is so predictable, right? He's so predictable. He is. He's a dummy. And and he can't hide his emotions like Terry Silver can. Terry Silver is just so suave about the whole thing. And Daniel's just freaking out, just, you know, <clears throat> shitting bullets. And you it's it's hilarious to see him that way because he's not in control. He hasn't been in control and 
Terry Silver is just running laps around him, and it's hilarious because then Amanda's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> exactly, because it almost – I mean, Terry works it so legit that – he literally makes Amanda start questioning like everything that's fucking going on, right? Like he's a master manipulator, bro. <laughs> I loved it. Did you notice like even when he offered her the wine, like she was like I don't know if I should drink this or not. It's true. She she was hesitant and we know we know Amanda loves her some wine. She does. She's, <laughs> she got some problems. She got some problems, Miss Amanda does. <laughs> Yeah, well, even just the part of him buying out, completely out bidding for the bonsais. 30 grand was, for some fucking bonsais. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's, not, that's not unheard of, bro. Some of them fucking trees are expensive. There's a lot that well, sells them over there on Paradise and Unsearch. They're, they're not cheap. Well, he takes credit card, bro, for a reason. <laughs> right. But, and, and think about it. Like, he knew what that would do to him. Exactly. He knew exactly oh, yeah. what that would do to him, and I, I was, I was like waiting for it. I'm like, come on, come on, <laughs> come well, on, Ben, hurry up. <laughs> well, I mean, the first, the first thing out of Daniel's mouth when he buys these is he tells him, like, you know, the story. Yeah, yeah. well, he tells him, like, don't harm these. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. yeah, these fucking trees never did anything to you, and exactly. I know the type of dickhead that you are. So, <laughs> <laughs> but he tells the story of what they mean to him. So it's kind of like showing his cards, right? Exactly. That's you called it out. That's why Cobra Kai is better. We don't we don't play that shit. <laughs> Fucking guy's giving the keys of the castle. He's like, he's showing his underbelly. He's showing his yeah. soft spots, and, and Silver's just like, all right, bro. I'm gonna, you show me the soft spot. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna hit you there. Every show me blood time. and I'll attack. That's right. So, <laughs> I'm man, Larusso, stupid. <laughs> even even the part where where <clears throat> Terry's talking to the president of the of the committee right oh yeah and, hyping up amanda right and he's over here like no he's talking shit right yeah. <laughs> and, he, and oh. then he makes a big ass out of himself and of course we had to see that coming right oh yeah we had to it's like <laughs> but amanda's so mortified she's just so mortified and oh. it's just it's I was so heartbroken for her. Mm-hmm. She's crushed because this was like such a huge thing for her. You know what I mean? It was it's so like, important to her. Because, I mean, let's be honest. Through all the fucking seasons, we don't get to see Amanda get excited about something. Like, right. everything that she's doing is for Daniel. All these fucking she karate was even tournaments nervous. and shit like that. She yeah. Was, she was exactly. even nervous when she got dressed up, right? Like, is it too much? Am I, you know? Yeah. She was super nervous. And but she was so looking forward to it. This feud is causing problems. Yep. For everything. So were we surprised that she was excited about an event where she's helping out teenagers? <laughs> yeah, she's, she's like Mother Teresa, dog. She's out there helping. She, want, she, wants to, she wants to adopt all them bad kids out there. Mother Amanda, she's got a heart as big as, <laughs> big as Texas. <laughs> oh, my God. When I saw that, I was just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. But I'm like, oh, it makes sense, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, so I got a big bone to pick now. and uh, Is it Kyler? No, actually, Kyler's, like, all right. Uh, he doesn't fucking bug me as much, but... Um, so I couldn't stand Lapuso, but, guys, I'm I'm changing my guard. I can't fucking stand Kenny anymore. Nah, Kenny. man. He's, he's a... He's a he's a little bitch, man. Yeah. He has, he has become a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. I 
didn't like him anyways because I was like, this is just another fucking story that I don't really want to follow. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, already knew, has, I already knew where it was going to go. <laughs> yeah, he has become tough to really enjoy his character um, because, yeah, he's trying to get revenge, you know, with Anthony, but um, he's in over his head. His trip is too large, and he's gonna he's gonna fall hard. Dude, he's so gonna fall hard. It's funny that you brought up Kyler Angela because I literally put in my bullet points. I put, did Kenny replace Kyler as king of the douchebags? Do we like, <laughs> and are we changing and starting to like Anthony now? <laughs> no, I don't like Anthony. Anyways. You know, I don't like either of them to be honest. I could do with either. And, of them. Gone. In the later episodes, I'm going to have to side with Nando, but we'll get to that. Oh, man. Yeah, now, you, now you're made, oh, you can make predictions, right? But I can't. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Oh, we'll get to that. Okay, we'll get the to that. The divide is coming. <laughs> I thought we were getting back together, but apparently we're not. <laughs> no, but I, I'm with you. Like, I don't. Uh, it's just, uh, for one, I mean. I think Kenny's already gotten back, paid back yes. know, tenfold of what was done to him. But now right. he's, he's keeping it going. That's yeah. just feel, you know. He's, it's just for enjoyment at this point. It's not even for revenge. Just to fit in. He's got his sense of power. He's got that blood. You know, he got his he's blood a, a sense of control. Exactly. Yeah. He tasted blood. That's all it is. It. Exactly. That's all it is. I agree. I totally agree. And And it's unfortunate because – now we're just seeing him fall, following his brother's line when he, that's not what his brother wanted for him. Yeah, exactly. Like, I I mean, I was okay with the kid that was playing video games and, you know, wanted to, you know, uh, whatever fucking game at World of Warcraft or whatever the fuck hey, it man. was um, for, uh, you know, for him meeting girls and shit like that. But, I mean... I'm getting to the point where I had enough Kenny and it's like, it's like wrestling to me. So if a, if a wrestler changes heel and he pisses me off to where I can't fucking stand him, I know he's doing a great job. Exactly. I I hate to give that to Kenny because he's doing that with his character. Like I can't fucking stand him. I mean, that's a good, that's a good call out. I didn't really look at it from that point of view, but you know, that's maybe a, a lens for me to look through. Right, going forward, but yeah, no, that's that's a great call out, you know. And it's funny how yes. it's funny how you brought up the the power the power trip because that's mm-hmm. what he literally tells Robbie when Robbie confronts him and tells him like, "Dude, I'm out of Cobra Kai, and you should come with me." Right. Like, I should have never brought you into it, and blah blah blah. And he's like, "No, I needed that check," and he's like, "Now I'm powerful, and right. I've never been like that before." You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. I agree. But, you know, and we've talked about this time and time again, how we get so invested in some of these characters. Yeah. And we, we get we get so invested to the point where we divide them and then they do a huge turnaround. Like, I remember how much you hated Hawk when the <laughs> series first yeah, started. Right. True. And now he's tolerable. Yeah. Same thing with Robbie. Right. But that's how well they do in these you know, acting in these characters, these kids are so good in you, their careers that they can make you turn around and be like, wow, I can't believe I used to hate you. And now 
I get you. I understand you. I understand where you're coming from. And I like you more than that other douchebag that just took your spot. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because now Uh, I can't say Kenny. (laughs) Doing way too good of a job. But yeah, and and we do get to see a lot more of the Kenny. And then of course we you talk about some of these other characters that start coming out they start introducing more characters that you kind of start feeling like that about them as well. And, and the ones that you didn't like before are now tolerable or even I actually like them. I, I respect where how much they've grown. So yeah, I really like what they've done with a lot of these characters. They've, they've worked them so well. Oh, the only reason that I was willing to accept Eli is because my boy Dimitri, you know, binary, <laughs> yes. binary brothers, binary for, brothers for life. For life. Binary so, brothers, <laughs> so, you know. And Eli started growing on me, but then now that he's coming back mm-hmm. as Hawk, I'm like, are you, are you fucking serious, bro? Like he's even starting to talk like him again. You had to I'm bring like, it back, bro. Stop that's, it. Well, that's when he was wrecking <laughs> fools. So you had to bring it back. Well, I think Moon brings that out of him, dude. Because now Moon's back in his life, but I mean, he's starting to act like an asshole again. Hey, man, like, <laughs> I don't want to get too personal, but is, you know, is some women like that kind right? of personality, you know what I mean? I mean, shit, after the way they were walking away from the Splasharama and the the little dookies that fucking Moon was wearing, I was like, oh, shit, maybe I'll fucking spike my hair and <laughs> tattoo a fucking ego on my back. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw now the guys were hanging back. out. <laughs> That's all I got to yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I saw I saw Hawk coming back, and I was like, ah, I kind of don't like it either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, right, let, let's just stay with Eli, and let's leave it at that. Well, we just have to look at it because, again, looking at that real quick before we move on, there is like, is we don't like it because that's when you know we see it as a uh, he's regressing mm-hmm. rather than progressing. So he's maybe this time he's using Hawk personality to to get to that next level. So who right. knows? What we'll to what we'll to see. We got Miyagi Do Hawk. We'll That's see right. how that one goes. We'll see. Right. All right, guys. So ah, Johnny gets a job and he's the king of one star ratings. <laughs> <laughs> the so, king, yes. The king of one star ratings. <laughs> so, Shut up. This is a good part. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> some of the things that he was fucking doing and like. You know, picking these people up and shit like that. But the one that I could not fucking wrap my head around was <laughs> how the fuck did he piss in a fucking banquet can? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I didn't understand a bottle, Ouch. bro, but a can? Ouch. That's too close to call, man. Right? I wouldn't even, I didn't put even my think finger. about that, but now I'm thinking about that because bro, put there my was finger. two cans. There was a tall can and a small can on the passenger side. A tall- yeah, the tall boy. The tall cats have the wider mouth, I guess. I'm not really sure, bro. <laughs> or at least you would hope, right? <laughs> you, you the tip, bro. You, right. You the tip. I don't know. Like, Ooh, I'm like, God damn, this dude's got some fucking painful. skills, bro. Or, or he's fucking, he's got, he can aim like fuck. I don't he know. can aim, yeah. <laughs> he can aim like fuck. <laughs> Let's just say that he can aim. Jesus. Yeah, that was. While a, he's driving. Yeah. And then the dude, like, could even smell it, too. He's just like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he took a whiff, and I was like, what are you doing? Then again, if you've ever smelled banquet beer, bro, you, it's, it's, there's not much difference right? between piss and banquet beer. So. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that was, you uh, make yourself gag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know how it. 
I don't want to say that it's only him writing these parts, but I think it kind of is. Like, I hate to say it, but I think Johnny's like, let's just have a scene that I'm pissing inside a banquet can't. Let's let's put that in there. Because <laughs> who else would come up with that kind of material? My gosh. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, what, like, like, of all things to fucking add into an episode, they go and fucking, they go and put that, like him pissing into a can, and I was just like, are you, are you fucking, are you serious right now? Like, what are, what are we doing here? <laughs> He's all eating their food before he drops it off. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> that's just typical Johnny, though. Like, that's just, you know, he's just got that attitude, man. It's, yeah. He's just got that swag. <laughs> Is that what you call it? Uh, yes, he's got that swag. He's like, I'm eating, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing me. Fuck I like when he goes, he goes and he drops off the food to the guy at the pawn shop. And he's like, here, you can have my food. And he's like, I already had some. It wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy just throws it away. Ah, <laughs> uh, Johnny. Hey, that dude uh, had some uh, classic stuff in the pawn shop, though. Did you see? He, he had did. A, he did. had a play, uh, PlayStation original. Oh my gosh. I remember I used to like have to like blow on it just to make sure that it could play because of all the dust that would get on it and then it would just keep skipping. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good old Sony. Uh, and then the damn thing wouldn't close. You'd have to keep like trying to see if it would click just to make it close. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, just like a Nintendo. Just like Nintendo, you'd have to blow those too, yeah. <laughs> which is terrible. Which is terrible for the cartridges, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely terrible for it. But we still did. Well, it. we still did it. Where were you, like thirty years ago, when I was? <laughs> I was only six years old thirty years ago. <laughs> That's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't know it until I uh, I didn't know that was bad. Uh, side, you know, but yeah, you're not supposed to blow in the cartridges. <laughs> I had no idea because all the moisture from your oh, breath from your it, rusts, it rusts out it rusts out the components on the uh, side from your spit. You're to making it worse. Q-tips and alcohol, rubbing alcohol. But what the hell do we know? And then you get that you blow so much, your cheeks you get that sour taste from your cheeks. And you just hate life for that 30 seconds. Right. It's terrible. But anyways. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what? Something happened because when I would do it, it works. So yeah. it's okay. There you go. <laughs> that was uh, that was the magic touch. That's right. It was. It was. <laughs> so speaking of flashbacks, um, the battle between the dojos and everything over at Splasharama mm-hmm. finally comes to an end. You know, they come up with an idea and they're like, hey, how about a race? I thought that was the stupidest thing ever, but hey, whatever. That's what these kids are doing these days. Right. Right. Um, so Tori. Yeah. Experience is the one that experienced the flashback. So lo and behold, Kenny fucking pokes a hole in uh, Eli's fucking tube. And it slows him down, and Tori ends up winning it. And the look on Tori's face when they start yelling that... Cheater! Yeah, cheater. <laughs> like, I'm like, damn. Like, this girl just can't catch a break. Like, right. Did you guys think that was going to be, like, one of the... One of the tipping... Like, one of the things that's, that's building up on Tori's shoulders? And did you start to think that maybe... She was going to start listening to Robbie and and pull herself from Cobra Kai. It's kind of like her conscience, right? Yeah. 
Well, that, that, and, she knows that she's not. She's not everything that she's got going is not legit legitimate. So she has no yeah. claim. She has no right. claim to any of it. Yeah, it's like how can you take pride in any of it? Exactly. And and not saying that she's prideful, but she wants a win so bad. But she wants to earn it. She wants it nobly. So, I mean, it's just her conscience, like, constantly just beating her where she's thinking, yeah, I won. And then, yeah, they busted it. So she's like, great, another lost. It's, it wasn't even a win. And everybody's calling them cheaters. And she knows that they are. And, again, it's her conscience because it goes deeper than that. Exactly. Yep. That's 100% you called it. Yeah, poor Tori. Right on, she needs, guys. She needs a hug. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> and she ain't getting no love from anybody. No. Well, from the wrong person. Yeah, from the wrong person. Yeah. Um. So, Miss Amanda's son has she has she had enough? She's had enough. She's I've had never enough, seen right? her lightweight. It worried me. Yeah, I think after the whole debacle there at Silver's house and everything, she's like, "This, this, this is costing. It's bleeding over into all aspects of our life." Yeah. And did any of you guys feel? It. Did any of you guys feel like a divorce was coming? Oh, I was hoping. Uh, <laughs> I was praying for. It was in my I'll, prayers right before I went to bed. <laughs> Tell him, Amanda. Tell him. <laughs> I don't maybe in the maybe in estrangement, uh, but I don't know. I was like, oh, are they gonna get divorced? Right. I don't know. I don't know. She it felt had like enough. It. And this is she where had we, enough. this is where we were kind of talking and saying that this this season felt like a soap opera. Very much so. At yes. that at that point when all that went down, that's when I was just like, yeah. I got my confirmation. This she is- needed. She needed to like throw like water or a glass of wine or something in his face just to finish it off or <laughs> yeah. something. That would have been. That would have been the icing him. on the cake. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. on novella style, right? Yeah, and it's true. It is. Man. I was. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because the only people, the only the men cry in this in this show. Yeah, that's if you true. look at it, they, women ain't crying. It's all the men, just like in the novellas. The men are always crying. See, but you Carmen. have to understand. You you have to understand where where she's coming from. She's more angry than saddened. She's upset with him. Like it's more anger than anything. Yeah, I think you're, there's a lot of frustration. so there's a difference. Yeah, it's well. I, I, I want I want I want to keep going back to her being angry because you could see it in her face how she was just tired of everything like oh, she, yeah, she understood was out. yeah she understood at first and she tried to be there for him and she he continued to just well, let her down wait so she she didn't understand everything because right. it took someone else to educate her. And we'll get to that episode. Right, right, right. <laughs> she, she understood what she, I, she knew what she thought she understood. Yeah. Right. Like right. She only knew what was in front she of assumed. her. Yeah, exactly. And, and mind you, they've gone, they've, they've had a lot of ups and downs between season one to season four. They've had a lot of ups and downs because she was remember for a long time. She was very upset about the car dealership and her having to work it because Daniel wasn't showing up. So that's why I'm saying like a lot of this anger has already been building up and she finally just exploded. You think this was something that was festering and it was just a struggle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I could see it like, you know, it was sitting there and all it needed was a spark. Right. Yeah. And and then and then it hit personal because it had to do with her. 
Oh yeah, something that it, she was passionate about. Something that she was excited about. And I mean, let's be honest when when you're pissed off about something or you let it, you know, you let it sit. And the moment that somebody strikes that match for you, then you're just like, uh-huh. okay, I'm going to go yeah, and let the, the floodgates open and it's over. Yeah. 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 So I think that was Amanda's moment. And I like, so we'll kind of end it there and we'll go into episode five because we're going to get to cover more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so episode five was called extreme measures. Um, right off in the beginning, I know Angela was excited about this because, uh, <laughs> we got Stingray back, but at what cost? Yes. Oh, oh. yes. <laughs> Not Stingray. I can't stand that guy. In fact, I messaged I you that me. night when I seen it. I yeah. was like, ooh, not this. <laughs> I love me some Stingray. I love me some Stingray. But yeah, at what cost? Yeah. Darn. How, um. It was so there was a couple of things that I noticed he so he tried walking in like the old stingray, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, like you know, kind of like with his feathers puffed out and shit, right, and, um, you know, tough guy, but he he kind of like slowly worked up to that because it took mm-hmm. it took Terry to like basically you could see the the mental damage. That mm-hmm. Silver gave Stingray because when, like, he didn't know what to expect when he walked in. And then when Terry was acting like his best friend, like, you know, that's when he was starting to, like, he was a little bit like, oh, okay. And then, right. like, when Terry's help, uh, hyping him up and telling the students, right. like, you know, this the is. standing a, ovation. Yeah, the right. standing ovation. This is my guy that's, you know, tall. And you can see Stingray, like, straight now. Yeah, he pops and, like, up. You know, and and then like when Terry first puts his fucking hands on him, yeah, you can see, yeah, he flinched. Like you know, he's already beat his ass once. Yep, he already beat the brakes off of him. And it's it's weird because it's like when he first walked in, the the look that Tori gave him was interesting as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was almost like like I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, well, what the fuck does Tori know? And the, it just all this right. just leads to like what we were talking about earlier, man. Like Silver's out here playing chess when everybody else is playing checkers. He knows yeah. he knows how to manipulate. Like he knows that this Stingray fuck wants to be accepted and and X Y and Z, and he fed into it. Yeah, well, he gave him a fucking place to live. A house. And he a, gave him a yeah. brand new Johnny's car. car. Johnny's the, car. The Cobra Kai Challenger. Gave him a fucking gi with his logo on there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like. And the apartment was stacked. My yeah. gosh. Fully yes. furnished with everything in there. PlayStation and everything. A little outdated. It's all PlayStation good. Free. <laughs> PlayStation 4. Hey, man. they probably Where was the PS5? Can you, you can't even go to a store right now and buy a PS5, dog. Wait. Not even Terry Silver's got that kind of power. You can't even go say, to the store right now. Two years. It's been out two years. You still can't go into the store and buy one if you wanted to. I thought Terry Silver was going to be able to score one, bro. Get at, get at me, Sony. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was interesting to see that part um i uh i thought that was interesting and then just the way to see you know the way stingray was acting and shit like that but um we got um johnny is trying to get his boys to play <laughs> nice true. what's with the extra waiter yeah what's with him what was with that dude I don't know, man. I thought it was strange Who was he? Myself. Did I miss something? I thought that dude was maybe like a part of Disney or something because he was like way overboard on his introduction of food. 
Okay, <laughs> so they, we like, need to find out who this guy is. Yeah, yes. I, I was like, well, I mean, when you're there, your family dog, they don't they don't mess around on Olive Garden. I could I could go for some Olive Garden right now, actually, <laughs> right. chicken Alfredo. But anyways, um, they made it seem like they've known each other, like they've had a close relationship, right? I don't know. Is I mean, uh, no, it's I just he was just overly friendly. With the connection. He was just overly friendly. He was just one of those people that yeah, maybe he was either just they one enjoy of those, their job yeah. Because man, I've gone through like drive through sometime, and man, those people are hyped. It's like going to Chick Fil A, man. Those people are hyped. So I don't know. It really was weird. Didn't really feel be, but hey, man, when you're Olive Garden, you're, when you're there, your family, it is what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of threw me off. But what did um, what did you guys think about? Johnny, you know, doing everything that he could to try and bring the boys back together. I think he's it's trying great. so hard. He's yep. trying so hard, right? He really is. And I don't think it's just necessarily for his interest, but obviously for Carmen's interest. Oh yeah. Well, I just think again it's a, it's a it's a tough scenario for for Johnny. He's trying to he's you know, he's going to be a dad again. Obviously, he loves Miguel. Obviously, he he loves Robbie, and he's trying to rebuild those relationships. But he, you know, he's pulled apart in all these different directions. He's trying to appease and and play nice for everybody so everyone can get along. Because all he wants is unity, and, and so it's it's a hard spot. But I think he's he's again he's growing in his character, and he's definitely he's on the right track. So I love it. I'm glad right. to see it. And um, yeah, right. It's, it's all good. Johnny's but there's good. so much bad blood between both of them that I I, I can understand why it's. Becomes such a challenge for Johnny well, to try to even have them even on the same table. It's it's fucking Mission Impossible because right his blood son fucking broke the back of his adopted son. <laughs> his adopted son, you know what I mean? So it's like you know, like this dude, this dude loves fucking challenges because that's I mean, you know, what bigger challenge than that? Right. So yeah. let me let me ask you guys this. As as we start to get through the other episodes, um, but <laughs> I can't wait to hear how this one goes. That's why I'm going to bring it up. Let's see. <laughs> um, how do you guys feel about now Johnny's becoming Daniel and Daniel's becoming Johnny? <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm glad you called that out because I thought I was the only one that noticed it. It's like... Yeah, you know, Daniel is is all reckless and out of control and 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 is not holding it together very well. And now yep. fucking Johnny is he's looking rough. Johnny yeah. is saying, "Yeah, you ain't lying." That's like the oldest I've seen Daniel Larusso in a long time. That guy doesn't age, <laughs> right? But you can smuggle Cubans in those bags under his eyes. You know what I mean? Uh, I can say that I'm Hispanic, but anyways, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's looking rough. He's got the dark circles. Yeah, you know that's how Johnny looked. Now Johnny. He's, he's 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 bright and shiny, bro. He's yeah. doing it. So. He's getting his things together. He's he's drawing a little bit of wisdom. He is. He's he's he's, he's learned. He's uh, a family man now. He is. <laughs> he's, he's a and that's man. where his focus is. He's aligned himself. And the way the the way Cobra Kai started out, that's the way Daniel was. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, he's finding his balance. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I thought that was going to go a little south, but I, I kind of like where it went. So I don't know. I was waiting for Angela to see what she thought about it. <laughs> so in my next bullet point, that's what I put. I put Daniel starts to look like season one. Johnny receives a tip and chosen wants to investigate. Looking rough. Yeah, man. definitely. Yeah, he is. 
What did you guys? So, what did you guys think about this tip that Daniel received? The news, the news article. I, I, I didn't know where it came from. I was like, well, somebody. I thought, I thought it was Tori that said it. I thought it was Tori too. I it was Tori. Yeah, because really? I like. I don't, oh, did we get to it? I'm trying to remember the episodes. Okay, so I thought it was Tori, and that's. Yeah, I don't know who it is. Okay. I'm playing dumb. Because I can't recall the seasons right now, <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> yeah, it was it was. I thought it was Tori. I didn't think it was Tori until like later episodes. But like at the at the moment, um, I was still trying to figure out. Like, I kind of thought maybe it was Crease sending shit from prison. To be honest, I don't. I haven't even really thought about Crease. I mean, he was there, but I didn't. Th- I think he's. You know, I thought he was kind of just. You know, he's on. He's on pause right now, and Cause just with the the conflict that Tori was having and seeing all these different things, she's like, "I got to make this right somehow." Right. That's why. I, that's where I was leaning towards. Because the the reason that I go with that is because one, we already talked about Silver and his mental warfare that he plays with Daniel. Right. Okay. So these guys are decorated fucking military dudes. Mm-hmm. Is is prison really going to keep fucking um, Crease down? Crease, like, is he? No. Is it really going to stop him from you know getting shit out there? And what better way to put or what what better person to grab and put him on this hunt than Daniel? Because both Crease and Silver more than Crease, but both of these guys fucking like they. They are obsessed with Daniel LaRusso. What better way to have somebody, you know, solve this whole mystery or the reason why you're put into prison than than to put Daniel on it? You know what I mean? So that's what that's right. what that's what my opinion was. That's what I was thinking. That's that's when that article came in. I was just like, what the that, fuck? That's a great call out. Now that you mentioned it like that, it, it it does add up. That that one one plus one equals two on that. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good that's a good way of looking at it. That's why I love these conversations, man. Start seeing it from right. I, I saw it this way, but you saw it that way. That's, that's <laughs> it makes sense. It it makes more sense than Tori now that you that yeah. explained it. So here at the here at the Funkaholics podcast, guys, we watch from all angles. <laughs> that's right. That's why there's three of us on here. That's right. <laughs> so Angela, tell us why you thought it was Tori. I thought it was Tori for the same reasons that Jake was saying, where she was trying to make men's and make her right because she wasn't happy about the way that she won the tournament. I, I think her her conscience was killing her, and um, she was getting tired of what was going on, even just in the dojo, right? Because in the beginning of episode five, we see her sparring. And I mean, you could see she's taking anger out. Oh yeah, she's, she's pissed. Mm-hmm. She's, oh yeah, she's very. Kenny yeah. even sees it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. At, at the whole, the whole dojo did right, and so um, I thought that's what I was thinking that it was her, and then I thought that's a pretty shitty sketch of Stingray. They should have gotten a better sketch of him. <laughs> 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 they needed a better sketch. I don't know who the who the artist was. Yeah, Kenny drew it, okay? Hey, Kenny drew that shit. All right. <laughs> Kenny drew it. Look like Jeez. I was like, <laughs> it's like a stick figure. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> don't you don't you think like okay? I can see where you're going with that, but my argument would be is. If if Tori was the one reaching out and sending that, don't you think it would have gone to Amanda and not and not Daniel? 
because she has a relationship with Amanda. Right. But she knows that. Dan- but she knows Daniel's her husband. She knows that yeah, Daniel true. needs the information, right? And I, I mean, I think we dissected it pretty well. I mean, an argument could be made effectively for both, which we which we have is just. You know, I don't think I don't think that she would want to put Amanda in um, that kind of danger with Terry Silver. Interesting. I think I think that she she probably felt more comfortable again in my mentality of thinking that it was Tori that leaked it that um, Daniel Larusso would be able to handle oh, Terry and, Silver but more in, in, or better in Terry's eyes Amanda's sleeping with the enemy. Well, it's not just that, but... <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, okay. That's, Jake, that's, all right. that's, that's, Agree to disagree. So speaking of uh, Amanda, so... Amanda... She's so, done. She's checked out. Amanda's checked out. She's taken off to Ohio and uh, oh, looks no. like she's at her mom's house. Right. And... Uh, a cousin pays a visit. I was like, fuck, dude, these people, they right? live all over the damn country. They can't get away from each other. <laughs> Come on, man. I was mad about this, to be honest. And and uh, and and check out who it is. It's uh, it's Miss it's Je- Jessica. It's, oh, Jessica. it's Jessica Andrews from Karate Kid 3, played by Robin yes. Lively. And that, like, just... Just a heads up, people. I'm going to tell you guys my age here, or <laughs> I really don't even give a fuck. But <laughs> um, Robin Lively is Teen Witch for me, uh, and okay. that's yeah. Okay, uh, I was I was more in love with her with Teen Witch than I was Karate Kid Three, but you know, hey. So okay, before we jump into this, <laughs> I haven't watched the Karate Kid series in a while, and this is kind of where I wish Miguel was around, but um, I have. So you just ask me, I'll tell you. Was Daniel and Jessica a couple? They tried. No. He tried. He tried. She had a but, boyfriend the whole time. But she had That's a boyfriend. Right. She had a boyfriend and she was and she back said to they were her. getting back together. Yeah, yep. he, was, he was in like Flynn and she was feeling him because they went out yeah. on a, a date. I'm doing air quotes over here. Nah, man, she played my boy. That's was, right. Okay. Okay. Now I, don't, I remember. I don't think, now I remember. I don't think she. She played, played him. him. She had a man the whole time. She was flirting. She was doing it. She was being extra. No, she played him. But, but remember, no but Angela. Remember, no Angela. <laughs> Quiet. Don't you dare defend Quiet. her. Don't you dare defend her. Don't you dare defend her. <laughs> Go ahead. Let us educate me. School me on this one. Because I think when she realized that he wanted more, is that's when she told him. Like, no, like, I'm new here. I just want to be friends. I just want to get to know people. Um, I mean, she's trying to grow her business, you know? And I think, I mean, Daniel falls in love with just anything that walks near him. So, (laughs) I mean, come on. (laughs) Every movie, every movie, I mean, come on. I mean, you got to have a love interest. That's what it was back in the day. I mean, yeah, it just, it's, 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 it's the 80s we're talking about. It's I'm the so thing is that mean, Daniel Russo's movie. love stories never work out. And that's just what I it is mean, because you can't have it. I mean, every movie. I mean, come on. She, he's always taking somebody's girl. <laughs> what? Oh, man. 
Is he not? What happened with Johnny? She wasn't what up front. How, 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 how could, that how was could, the only movie where yeah. he stole a girl. <laughs> no, he didn't even steal a girl. That's all he did. That's he, all he she did. Didn't, she didn't say she was clean until the end. He was, yeah, that's but like but he was, was trying to. <laughs> no, man. He was trying to date her. He, he was, was he but was he didn't know her. that she wasn't available. She didn't say, hey, man, we're just buddies. I got a, I got a man back east or wherever the hell right? she's going to. No, man. Like even Kumiko. He didn't steal Kumiko. Yeah, she was into him. She's the one that was chasing him. Well, oh, yeah. See, Angela, you watch with blinders, hey, bro. I'm gonna send you homework. Well. You, you need to rewatch those movies because I think you, you got she it. Kind of, he kind of did still her, but we'll talk about that later because oh, those no. that comes on later in the episodes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't Dan- Daniel has his claws on all these girls. Hey. Oh man, uh, I don't know. I don't like Daniel Russo as much as the next guy, but. <laughs> He's gotta, always you trying to get steal the, everybody's girl. Oh, anyway, we got to move on <laughs> yeah, because I'll, be, I'll fight with her all night about this. <laughs> we'll watch the next one. Okay, so let me make sure I don't jump ahead. Okay, so we're not going to – so we already talked about Jessica and everything. We'll get back to her in a little while. So um, is, uh, is Johnny starting to feel bad for Daniel and uh, – Daniel gives Johnny the answer that he needs for the boys to start playing nice. Right. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah. And he does. He does start feeling bad for him because he sees how rough he looks. Like now he's seeing him in different eyes, right? Now he's seeing him as, whoa, dude, like you're looking pretty bad. You're smelling pretty bad. <laughs> now that now that he's able to clean his place and his self and his area and his environment. Yeah, there's not other seen- Johnny smells interfering with <laughs> what other people smell like. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But, yep. I, but I think that uh, more so during that whole interaction with with the conversation between them is that I think Daniel let Johnny know that you know, this could have all been resolved a long time ago, and maybe yeah. their lives would be somewhat different um, had they been able to move past it and get it out of their system as as young men. Right. I really like that. That was a great scene between the two of them because yeah. that's literally where you see the roles change. And, like, right. you know, Daniel walks in and... Johnny's like, LaRusso, what the hell? You look like shit. And, mm-hmm. you know, you smell like alcohol. You reek of alcohol. <laughs> That's and, what they used to say to Johnny. Yeah. It's like, you know. And then when they sit down, like, Johnny's, like, real with him. You know what I mean? Like, you see yeah. you see that they're actually, like, uniting. They're, they're, they're becoming, you know, the friends that I had hoped for them to be. And... Like, it's funny how they sit down and they can just shoot the shit. They even share, a, you know, their drinking banquets, which is not Daniel's cup of tea, you know. But um, they're sitting there talking and they're shooting the shit like two normal dudes, like guys that have been friends for a long time. Uh-huh. And they're, you know, like Daniel even says, like, I mean, Daniel gets Daniel kind of acts like Johnny, like right in the beginning when he like, yeah. you know, he checks Johnny. and He's like, what do I need to fucking do I need to kick your cat? Do I need to kick your ass to get the Johnny Lawrence that I'm looking for? Like, you know, and you know, when they sit down and they just have their beers and you know, they're sitting there just throwing shit off of each other. I mean, it was, that was a great scene. I'll be honest. Like I, I, I love that scene. And that's like a scene that I had hoped for between the two of them. 
Right. I I agree. They they both realize they look at each other and they realize how the roles have reversed. Yeah, I yep. love that. It was very cool. I really enjoyed that part. Again, it's just that continued theme of of character development, right? And yeah. it's, they're not one dimensional. And it's like I said, there's there's, you know, it, it was great to see. And they and they they feed off of each other. You know exactly. what I mean? It's right. like when we talk that yin to yang, it's, um, you know, Johnny's exactly what Daniel needed at that time. Mm-hmm. And Daniel's what Johnny needed in order to figure out the family part, and I say that with quotations because, um, you know, Johnny told literally told Daniel like you're great at the family stuff, so don't worry about you and Amanda. Like I'm sure everything's gonna work out, mm-hmm. and you know I'm not the greatest person to give you advice on on family, but you know here's here's just my opinion. So that it, it was a really great scene. Um, we're back at the bar. We're with the girls <coughs> and Lapuso. Well, basically all the girls. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. So so we got Jessica, Amanda, and we got Sam and Lapuso all there at the bar. We got a lady that I don't know what the fuck her problem is, but that bitch is a Karen, bro. Yeah, she was very, she's a Karen. She's a Karen. Um. And she decides that she wants to stir up shit. But um, while the whole thing's going on, we get a cutscene and we get to see Samantha and Lapuso, Anthony, uh, sitting there talking things out. And, you know, Sam actually gets some information from Anthony that she had no clue about. And this is where I was kind of thinking that, like, Sam's feelings for Robbie were going to kind of, like, spring up again. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. Anthony literally tells Samantha, like, well, when Kenny was kicking the shit out of me, when I tried apologizing in the locker room, Robbie came to the rescue and he stopped the right. fight. And her face, like, lit up. Yeah. She was like, what, Robbie? Like, so did any of you guys get the feeling, like, we might start seeing, like, Sam kind of maybe focus towards Robbie? Or was it kind of like... No, I mean... I can see where you lean towards that, especially with everything between her and Miguel sort of cooling off or whatever. Right. But I think she was just maybe like learning like, hey, people can change and come out of you know the Cobra Kai and be all right. And there's actually good people still and that Robbie's a good person right. regardless. So I think maybe her respect gained for him a little bit more and maybe build some more trust. But as far as romantic, I didn't get that. I think Miguel wants – Sam wants Miguel. Because we talked about it earlier, right? We said that door shut. Right. What um, what did you guys think about Jessica giving Amanda all that education on uh, on on Daniel and and Silver? I think I mean, it was great because then now it, it, you know again Amanda we just talked about it right she was fed up right she's headed you know for the big Dean don't mean Dallas you know what I mean and uh, she's like wow this Daniel has really been tormented and and he's got these hangups and the real traumas from his past and that's why this is happening and why she's really understanding why this dude is so fucked up exactly she's like damn everybody that he's you know yeah that's what she's like all these people she's like right when we think one thing is over someone else comes up from the grave and she's just like how many fucking enemies does this dude have a lot (laughs) beefing right I love the way that Jessica introduced it to Amanda, though. Like, she literally told her, like, 
Silver was coming after him to break up him and um, Mr. Miyagi. You know, and it went all the way from him sending his thugs to to, to destroy his bonsai shop mm-hmm. to, you know, like all these different things. She's like, the dude even attacked me, right. you know, right. and, and we're talking about Mike Barnes, um, you know, kicking her in the stomach. And then, I mean, even the part where they were pulling that bonsai off of that fucking cliff and these dudes were over there fucking with the ropes. Yeah. You know, like talking about some traumatizing shit you know so we you know we i i love how jessica like painted it to her and like kind of like told her she said it straight and and again i think that's what uh because obviously daniel's not able to fully understand it and you know she's she wasn't in the right frame of mind to listen and i guess it is what it is but she had to hear from a different voice because somebody that you know she's like well you call that right like jess is basically has no stake in the game other than just telling facts where if it's Johnny or, or Daniel telling it, they have their own view and mixed feelings, right? It may not right. be 100% correct. Everybody, you know, there's, there's your story, my story, and then there's the truth, right? So which is it? So Exactly. And then when you're hearing it from your husband or from Daniel so much, it's just like... It's another fucking thing, right? Yeah, it's just like, well, fuck, Daniel, like... <laughs> how many like how many dudes can actually really fucking hate you in this world? <laughs> you know, there's a right. lot. Um, what did you guys think about that little fucking that little tidbit that Jessica threw out there? She's where she connected Daniel with Amanda. What did you think about that? Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Pimping out, man. Pimping ain't right? easy. Pimping ain't easy. I mean, obviously she felt that Daniel was a good guy. Right? Yeah. So that's enough just, to hook her up with her cousin, right? Sharon's Karen. Yeah. That's that was really interesting. I I didn't see that coming. I was just like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, again, we always talk about this show about them tying in ends and stuff like the that. Connections. Yep. We, you know, they gave us the connection of how Daniel and Amanda came together because we never really heard how they how they did. And then all of a sudden, little did we know, uh, Jessica was working in the background, hooking these two up. Yeah. So that was really cool. I, I found that really interesting. Um. Miguel and Robbie rematch Johnny Slips. (laughs) Yeah, that was scary. Yeah. So, so what did you guys think about, about me, me, uh, our Miguelito and, and Robbie throwing down again? Uh, They needed to. Sometimes, man, like, that's like, there's, that's a thing about men that's different than women. Like you can sort out your differences, especially like that. Get up, shake hands, and 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 be drinking beers afterwards, and move on. Right. And sometimes you just got to get those putasos out, and that's it. Yeah, and that's it. It's over with. Get and out of your system, get out of so your you system. can move forward. He gave them, the, he gave them the opportunity again. That lesson that 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 Daniel said is like, if, if we'd been able to 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 get this out, you know, we could have been different. And he didn't want that for his sons. We'll just call them his sons, you know, Miguel and, and Robbie. He said, we're going to be a family. We gotta be united. So if you guys gotta fuck each other up to do it and get it out of your systems, then 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 do then it. Then do it exactly. He was thinking, "Oh shit!" There for a minute though, when they started going up oh, the yeah. stairs. Oh no! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you could easily see another episode, you know, of one throwing the other. But you could, and both of them, you know, see the eyes of the respect for each other when Miguel didn't, 
go through with it. Um, because you could see Miguel was, was letting out some anger too um, at that moment. I'm, and go ahead. I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there and be honest. I'm a little pissed off with the writers on this one because the fall that Robbie had compared to the one that Miguel had, way fucking shorter. Robbie would have maybe walked away with a bump on his nalga. That well, was about it. Well, he stopped, it. right? Miguel, Miguel, Miguel stopped before it got to that point. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can easily was, just jump Miguel out was, of that on, on your own, right? Miguel was falling off of the fifth fucking floor in that yeah, fucking exactly. high school, bro. Like, I mean, if if it, like I kind of st- I, I kind of still feel like he's still falling. He's still <laughs> he falling does. still to this day. Yes, that's, that's going to be the director's cut. He's still falling. At least, at least in my nightmares, it still shows him falling. Right. right? Oh, I agree. Man, I blew. agree. It was it was not a fair it was not a fair drop. I agree. <laughs> they, they blew all their budget on that shot, man. They couldn't afford to do it again. <laughs> but but, um, but I. I, I I think it, it needed to happen between them. Yeah. Absolutely. Isn't it funny, though, like, everything that Johnny does, like, he almost, like, we said, you know, like, everything is kind of, like, just off the fly, but then, like, it's almost yeah. to the point where he's just like, fuck, maybe I shouldn't have went with this. Yeah. It's all, it, <laughs> yeah. It, somehow it's borderline that catastrophic, but yeah. it, it works. <laughs> somehow it works. Got that Johnny Lawrence luck. So what do you guys think about Johnny slipping and uh, announcing that they're going to have a baby? Not surprised he's a dummy. Right. Not surprised he can't, you know, he's talking about hash browns and X, Y, and Z. And the guy doesn't I mean, know nothing. Honestly, I'm surprised it didn't sleep, slip sooner. Yeah, that's true. I <laughs> thought he was going to get it away did during a couple the, of times, the right? Room. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But hey, you know, and I'm glad that uh, they were happy. Both of them were happy. Yeah. Yeah, because they were even talking about them being a family when they were at Olive Garden. And he's like, family? You're joking, yeah, right? That's what I told you. When you're here, you're family. <laughs> you're <is>. joking. <laughs> and and they were not they were not going to have it. But, yeah, they, they needed to have this and get it out of their system. Because at least now they both know where the, da- the damage can be done. Yeah. And there's nothing to get out of it. It was um it was interesting and I and and this is where you know where Jake where I fall in line with Jake you know where it was like you know we can't call him Miguelito anymore because he really did make an adult uh, an adult decision right there I mean exactly. he could have kicked fucking Robbie off of the fucking ledge got his revenge but I mean it, it, he, even his answer was adult like where it was very Johnny like right you know what I mean he's like well you know why why didn't you know why'd you stop and he's like why'd you stop mm-hmm. he's like dude i joined karate just to do you know to do some badass shit and you know to learn to fight and do some badass shit like right you know well he's initially not to hurt people he was yeah not he, to hurt people if you think all the way back it was to defend himself that he was being bullied so it was Cause never was, yeah because remember in the beginning we we're saying miguel and daniel's stories were very similar exactly like we thought miguel was the new karate kid uh, yeah but it's you know, he did, he's like, I didn't get into this for this. Yeah. And I'm not about that life. I'm not about that life. <laughs> so, the good growth, that character growth, especially Ooh, for bad. these kids. I love it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely love it. Right on. So, <clears throat> uh, uh, so I think we, we, we skipped over. Well, we didn't skip over, but. When we talked about the, you know, the notification or the the newsletter, the tip mm-hmm. that Daniel received, obviously he, you know, he follows uh, Stingray 
confronts him, you know, there's Stingray gets shoved or, you know, he's very dramatic, very uh, Dennis Rodman like, you know, he falls, <laughs> breaks Slop the PS4. <laughs> and so Daniel returns, you know, to replace that because then Chosen oh. educates Daniel and tells him, he's like, dude, he's not a Stingray right now. He's a turtle. Like if yeah. you, you know, if you go after him, all he's going to do he's gonna is go in his shell. he's mm-hmm. going to go in his shell. Right. So Daniel tries to make men's, um, you know, he shows up back to Stingray's apartment. He has a PS4 in his hands, um, but uh, there's no Stingray to be found. There's a uh, Terry no, Silver. It's empty. Yep. That goddamn Terry Silver. Fucking Terry Just Silver. Like you don't bro. expect him. He pops up. Yep. Strikes again. Strikes again. Quicksilver. So we get to see a fight between the two. Um, we get to see a Ooh. flashback from Karate Kid 3. Again, yep. Daniel busts the the, the faces the, the, the fucking boards. wall. Yeah, um, you know when when Terry dodges the punches, and then you know Daniel looks at his fist, and then all of a sudden you know we get the flashback. But Terry gets the best of Daniel on this one. He does. Well, oh yeah, I mean because Daniel's fighting with nothing but emotion. He, all, every anything he's ever learned was out the window. He he gets so intimidated with Terry Silver, right? So he's so scared and fearful of him that he just forgets everything. I like and how you say Daniel was fighting it. with emotion. That's a good. He can't compete. He can't perfect. compete when he fights with emotion. Well, right. you, you're you're 100% right on that, and I think you hit the nail on the head. Is you can see, um, the again, it references back to the movies, right? How mm-hmm. he he strayed from Miyagi-Do's teachings, right? Yeah. To focus and line, you know, even breaking through the sheets of ice, right? Breathing and 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 he's totally forgot all that. It's all out the window. Yeah, breathing through the nose, out the mouth. Right. So. Yeah, it's interesting, and I and and Angela, I love how you said that. How you said that he was, you know, he was fighting with his emotions and all that. So that's something that we're going to cover later down in in later episodes, and and we'll get to that because there's a there's something that I want to that I want to bring to the table, and maybe you guys saw it the way that I saw it. Maybe not. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> um, so, um, Nichols. Is on the visitor list. Yes. That was uh, shocking to me. Right? Shocking, but not. It was a, it was a surprise because I didn't, I didn't anticipate that. It I was unfortunate. Not, but, I didn't see that coming either. But you forget like the, the weird connection that Crease right. and Nichols had. And it never, really, it well, never really severed. Well, remember, it's, it's the connection because he, was, he understood her. That's how she felt, that he understood her. He knew what the conditions that she was living under. And he, he, was, he was her sympathy. And so um, he, it's hard not to be loyal to somebody that has been there for you emotionally when you're at your worst. Because remember, he went over there and he even talked to the landlord yeah, he sorted because that out. The, yeah, and he sorted that out for, and that was huge for her. Yeah, because she was, you know, it's one hundred percent. It's a great call out. Yeah, that's interesting. I and I and I can see it going that way. I mean, when when you're when you're well, let's just be honest, okay. At the end of season four, um, 
Nichols was already checked out, or she had she had one eye on um on Silver the whole time, right? Because she saw the shit that he was up to, right? You know, um, she never got to see that side of Crease. Like she never got to see if Crease would ever cheat, or you know, he Crease had has not done her wrong, you know, mm-hmm. yet. Exactly. Um. So yeah, I found that very interesting, and I thought that was a great way to close that episode. Um, because it's kind of one of th- it's one of those things that it just kind of like leaves you open. You're thinking, you're like, "Fuck, what's gonna happen in the next episode?" Yeah, but I was sad. I was disappointed. I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> what is, yeah, I mean, oh, it's that it's that it's that wrestling because drama. we all know because we all know real crease, right? Oh, We've yeah. known real crease since like the eighties, and it's like, don't do it, don't fall for it, right? <laughs> All right, guys. So we're going to get into the the last one and we're going to kind of move through this one a little fast because we're getting on that. We're getting on that mark. But um, episode six. So uh, this one was our Boros or Boros. I don't know. Ouroboros, yeah. It was uh, it was a it was a interesting title for an episode. But uh, the first thing that I wanted to, to talk about was Silver's plans are coming together. New senseis. For Cobra Kai. Yeah. So again, <laughs> Silver is flexing and flying in. Resources, bro. Resources. Yeah. What'd you think, Angela? I I had a little bit of a Lucy Lou kill Bill kind of vibe. <laughs> you know what? I did see that too. I could I could totally see that. She was smoking though. Even the music. I, I I'm like, dude, <laughs> she's badass. Yeah. She she is going to whoop people's ass in shape and she is not here to play around. You could tell like right. she was cuz she even calls out Terry Silver by like this might, you know, entertain and woo your higher rollers but yeah, all, not for all me. The money, like all the money you're throwing around like that's Yeah, not what I'm that here doesn't for. That's exactly and and I love how she just called him out cuz he's like he's like okay yeah, you know? yeah, she's literally like, I'm not here for money. I'm here for legacy. Well, I mean, even I mean, he's cold, man. Silver cold, bro. He, you know, he, when they were in that dojo, right? And fuck, man, if you get over on the Jews, you're doing something, dog. right? He, you know, if you outmaneuver <laughs> a Jew, you fucking doing it. Exactly. He said that Rothstein or whatever the fuck that guy's name. He's all, I get. To, he's on Nah, bro. This is my yeah. dojo now. Bye. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Take your yarmulke and kick rocks. <laughs> <you know laughs> <what I mean? laughs> oh man. So the next one that we got is uh, Mr. LaRusso is officially done with karate. He is looking bad. He's lost, man. That guy is lost. uh, And Amanda, the family, they're not ready to throw in the towel. What did you guys think about that? I knew it was coming. They weren't going to do that. Uh, it's, It's a little bit predictable. And after the conversation that Amanda had at the bar... He, and we didn't even touch on them. She's got a little bit of wild side herself, man. They'd be bar yeah. brawling. You know, she's, Babe Ruthless. She's about that. She's about that life. She may listen. Put it, she's about that listen. life. Listen. Oh, where we go? Listen. Oh, man. Amanda was just trying to chill out. These girls, like you said, there were like currents that wait, just came wait, out. Wait, 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 wait. She so, didn't do so, anything. So you're she was back just trying... on the Amanda bandwagon? Is that what you're telling oh, us right listen. now? Listen. Listen, hey, all I'm saying is that she was just trying to enjoy a drink with her cousin. 
But no, no. See, see, you have to look it at it. It wasn't her fault. <laughs> yes. She had. Okay. She was trying okay. to avoid go, it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You finish. And then I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm done. Okay. I'm just saying she was just trying to avoid it. No, 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 no. She oh, was. I love so, this. so if you look at it, well, God, I've chosen this fast. You look at it, right? This cemented her understanding of Daniel Larusso that sometimes yes. you cannot outrun your past, no matter. How much time is gone, on. and you got to face it head on. She had beef with these bitches from back in the day. They ain't forgot about it. Sometimes your past won't forget. Let I you didn't forget. even think about it that I way. Know, That's a great way think, to look at it. No. I, I like that. I don't think it's that they had. <laughs> I don't think it's that they had beef with her. I think that that they knew that she was somebody big in California. Oh, you need to rewatch the episode. <laughs> I think you're, you're missing the mark on that. I love you to death, but you're missing the mark on that. And, and I think what happened was that they didn't like the fact that she thought she was a snob. Oh, I agree. Uh, disagree. I, I call it my point. Take it. Take it for what it is. Uh, I just thought, uh, I just wanted I to know, call Angela. it out. <laughs> this was saying. in reference to the family getting put back together. Is that Amanda she came back? She didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I, She's uh, Angela's angel again, I uh, guess. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Anyways, that's my take on it. Um, oh my she was God. minding her business. <laughs> oh, she was no. just trying to have a drink. I'm never going to a bar with her because <laughs> right. she'd be like, oh, I'm just minding my business and she's bottle checking fools. No, right. that's not she's how it works. She's trying to mind her business. <laughs> uh, I thought it was like so funny too, like when the fight started where they were like fucking talking shit to each other and she's all, yeah, whatever, tramp stamp. And I'm like... Seriously? <laughs> that's how I do it back in the day, bro. I was like, wow. <laughs> fucking people get crazy in Ohio, I that's guess. That's how it is, bro. <laughs> you ain't got nothing better to do. Oh, Those man. damn Buckeyes. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> fucking brownies I, and bangles. I, I wish you did. She grabs her purse. Let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> She's all running out. <laughs> Did you know that ain't the first time she's thrown a mission like that. Exactly. So, you know, she ain't innocent, bro. And I think she forgot her past and her roots. Hey, they Case closed. They, they Case closed. They don't call her Babe Ruthless for nothing. That's right. Babe Ruthless. You don't get a name like that by minding your business, Angela. Yeah. Let's just put it she that way. She was minding her business. All right. She all was right. just trying to have a drink she was and just hang hanging out, out with her cousin. cousin. <laughs> That's all she was doing. Oh, man. Sometimes she had her kids with her. It don't matter. Bella. It don't matter. You pay for the mistakes you made in the past, and sometimes it follows you. Regardless, and we can all relate with that. I don't yeah. care who you are. You may forget your past, but your past may not feel the same about you. End of the, I'm ending it there. That's all I Jake's said. Jake's done. I'm done. I mean, Jake, my gosh. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that was just in reference to the family getting back together. Okay. That's what we'll say. Right on. Yes. That's what we'll you go are so, right You were so passionate about that speech. <laughs> That's what we will say. Let's oh, let's man. go and move on then. <laughs> so, um, we've got Crease. No, I'm sorry. We got Silver. He's in the market, and Dojos are on the list. Mm-hmm. So, Jake, you touched base on this one already. You, uh, so we got to see a video from Sam, um, basically mm-hmm. letting everybody else know that, um. Terry's doing everything that he can to, to, to grow, expand to grow Cobra mm-hmm. Kai. Exactly. And that means him basically buying out other dojos and putting them as Cobra Kai. And putting them as Cobra Kai. Yep. But the fucking snake that he is, he doesn't truly give the whole picture 
to the dojo that he's buying now because we we got to see that yep. in the forefront. Right. So that's how he power moves, man. Power Telling moves. you, dude, money, man. I, he was he was chopping out the competition. Yeah, literally. Literally. It. Um, yeah. I really like God. I I can't believe how fucking rich this dude is. Like it's it's ridiculous how how rich he is, but. That'll be another topic when we get to get to towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we got Crease in prison therapy. Um, I love his counselor because she ain't buying any of his bologna sandwiches. She is not. No, she, she is not games. following. She ain't, she ain't. Nope. She sees right through him, which is oh, probably he's fucking even better. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So she's. He's thinking he's got this script, right? And mm-hmm. he's playing this fiddle. And she's just like, oh, that's great. I think you're doing... And and behind the scenes, she's like, you can bullshit yourself. You can say whatever you want to say. But at the end of the day, denied. Yep. <laughs> right? It's not going to work. I, so I love that because it's... And that's one of the things that I can't stand about Crease is he's like, he's a smirky motherfucker and he thinks that he's god's gift and he's a, he's a, he's a narcissist yeah he thinks that like it bugs the shit a out of me he's a true narcissist yeah he is the smartest that nobody will figure him out that he can he's very do. yeah he's very manipulative but he's dumb as shit because he has no idea <laughs> when people see right through him and it's like you're coming off so fake yeah <laughs> oh it really was because like some of that shit he's just like oh i didn't realize how you know, easy it was to get along with these guys and shit. Bull fucking shit, dude. Chris Chris <laughs> has found that he he had he cannot manipulate people that he doesn't have any that don't have any emotional attachment to him. Right. All these kids, Johnny Lawrence, he manipulated him. You know, Robbie, Tori, yeah. All these people had you know he manipulates based on emotions, where Terry Silver manipulates with financial. So they're all right. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to the counselor and her not taking his bologna sandwiches. So we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna move on to the next one, guys. Ha- I got a new hash brown for you. Hash brown. It's fucking team Daniel Larusso, baby. Oh. Johnny and Chosen, Amanda and Sam are all sitting at the table and they are not ready to throw in the towel. The fight is very strong. With all four of them. I fucking loved it. Yep. I mean, it was great. It really was great to see because, again, sort of floundering. There's like, well, you know, they're very much not united. You know, Johnny's doing his thing, building his family. Chosen's a wild card. Samantha's, I hate her to guts, but she's um, she's being a teenager. <laughs> Amanda doesn't know what's going on. She's sort of sorted out, and LaRusso's been floundering. So yep. to see everybody unite under one banner at a table, it was definitely good to see. Angela, I knew you had to be fucking banging your head against the wall on this one. So, <laughs> well, how did you feel about your boy being on Team Larusso? You know, it's I, I I know this is gonna be crazy for me to say, but I'm I, I'm with you. It was it was good to be what? able to see, yeah, to be able to see that support. And the reason being is again because her cousin showed Amanda or told Amanda to the point where she completely understood now where Daniel was coming from. And for 
Amanda to be able to come back humbly and say, we have to take this guy down. This guy is dangerous. It was kind of like, probably to Daniel was like, finally, thank you. Like he's all beaten up, right? <laughs> hey, he's like, the guy's like literally in pieces. He's like bruised from head to toe, right? And he's probably like, they're finally listening to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now I don't want to fight. <laughs> I'm too tired. I- just want to go to work. He's been getting his ass kicked for four, for four seasons, five yeah. seasons. He he has, and so yeah, like I said, I know it's hard to hear me say it, but it was it was it was good to see them all at the table and the conversations that they were having about trying to be together and unite to come after this guy and just finally put an end to him. Oh, it yeah. was good to see him like that. Yeah, I yeah. was loving it. And then- um, I I love the interaction between Amanda and fucking Johnny. <laughs> yeah, Amanda's like, well, strategy really isn't your strong point, Johnny. You're like more of a blunt object. And he's like, thank you. Thanks. Yeah. That ain't always being assaulted. But hey, maybe takes that as a compliment. Yeah, hey, that's what it is. It you never does. know what Johnny wants. Yeah, I thought that was great. I thought. I was like, yes. I was like, now we got Johnny and Chosen together. We got Amanda. I mean, Sam, she's whatever. Yeah. Um, I am loving Johnny and Chosen together. <laughs> I am loving that. I did. The, I am. I was thinking Bash Bros. They're the Bash Bros. Yep, there you Just go. Just two guys that don't give a fuck about yeah. their life. <laughs> that was awesome. So yes. we're going to – so one of the things, and real quick, I'm going to rush it into a couple other things because time's getting away from us very fast. As it always does when we're in the Funkaholics podcast. Exactly, exactly. Um, so they're having a discussion. They're like, what the fuck can we do to bring Daniel back? Amanda already knows. Right. And you know where I'm going into this one. So right. Exactly. This is where Mr. Miyagi's wisdom returns, and Amanda knows what Daniel needs. Exactly. This mm-hmm. is where we get story time. Mm-hmm. She takes Daniel straight to Mr. Miyagi's old room. Which hadn't been opened. Hasn't been opened. Dusty. In forever. They got spiders in there. The thing that I loved is where Amanda told Daniel, this uh-huh. is what Mr. Miyagi told me what I was getting into when I, dec- when I said yes to marry you. Right. Uh-huh. Fucking love that. I even got teary-eyed. I'll Damn. fucking admit it, dude. It's I got line. I'm right there with you, bro. It, I got teary eyed. I was squeezing right mercy. <laughs> she didn't know what was going on, and <laughs> it was uh, it was uh, it was a very great scene. It was beautiful. It really was. I mean, it was it was. That's the one thing I love about this damn show is like the res- the homage and the respect that they have, and the, how well their incorporation of Mr. Miyagi yep into it has been on point every single time. Yes. Yeah, because even Samantha is one of the things that she brings up too, right? And that's what gives Amanda the idea that, you know, we might not have Mr. Miyagi with us any longer, but it doesn't mean I can't bring him to Mr. Miyagi. And so, yeah, I'm with you. The The nostalgia of it was even the pictures, right? Even the pictures that he sees of his, um, the, the, his wife, yeah. right? were the all the pictures from Okinawa and so yeah it was like a time capsule it was 
it was very heartwarming. It was nice that she was able to have that, those kind of conversations and, and have that kind of trust in Mr. Miyagi as well, where when I needed him, he was there for me and now he's here for you. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that. It just, it just reaffirms that, you know, through all this, all the teachings and and who he was himself is, is the center point, the realignment point the focus for everything. Everything comes back to the basic teaching of Mr. Miyagi. Yes. I love that. I always love that they channel it back right to him. Exactly. Yeah. Cobra Kai has not forgot about Mr. Miyagi and they, they do keep him very much alive. So I love, I love that. <clears throat> so, so with that, with what you guys just said, I looked up the definition of that your Boros, your Boros, uh-huh. the name of the episode. Mm-hmm. And it's a circular symbol depicting a snake or less commonly a dragon swallowing its tail as an emblem of wholeness or infinity. So, you know how you're talking about like the whole full circle, which of course they can have different meanings to it, right? right? But the wholeness and the full circle, like everything's coming back, you know, full circle. Mr. Miyagi might be gone, but he's always with us. So it's kind of all coming back in full circle. Well, if you think about it, when Daniel's down and out, who's the one that picks him up? Yeah, it's always Mr. Miyagi. It's always Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I love that. That's really great. I'm glad that you looked that up. All right, guys, so Team LaRusso is back, baby. Let's fucking go. (laughs) So they're bringing everybody back. So right at the end of that whole scene, what happens, guys? We got people there because Daniel's still kind of questioning, you know, what's going on and shit like that. All of a sudden, Robbie pops up. Robbie's like, dude, you took me when i was lost and then look at me now so right everything that you've been preaching that you've been doing there is success i am a living story like i am i am real life for you like you know you helped me out and then you know we got everybody kind of paying a little bit of homage to my boy you know what i mean (laughs) like they're yeah you know they're 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 there for daniel and they're there to tell him like hey Everything that you've done in all these fucking seasons didn't go unnoticed. It's, you know, so I I, I thought that was really fucking great. And I loved it because I was just starting to get worried about Daniel. And I'm like, fuck, man, this is a bad season for him. (laughs) (laughs) But it was was good. It was. It was good. It was a, it was a bad season for him. He, he literally took a beating in, in this season. And, um, I, the, the kids showed up when he needed them the most that support, Yep. That level of support, you know, and it was great to see. I could, I could even hear your voice kind of get choked up just even talking about it because, <laughs> because it was, it was very emotional for all of them when they just walk outside and everybody that's there is there for his support. Like we're with you. Yeah. You're not alone. Oh yeah, absolutely. We, we know, and we understand you and, and, um, and to be able to see all of them there together, united was it was it was a powerful scene oh yeah absolutely fucking loved it every single second of it 100 percent. finally my boy was getting some respect <laughs> <laughs> they're putting some respect on his name <laughs> all right guys real quick open discussion what's the fucking obsession with karate wow right we've been talking about this but we've never really got our thoughts the out on the table with karate yeah 
You mean yeah. just like in like Why, in, in their universe in, in their that world? universe, bro, in their world. <clears throat> well, it, it that was big in in the eighties, right? And, <laughs> yeah, it was big in the eighties. Look at it this way. Um just for an example for you, how big was wrestling in your life? Oh my god. Is it still important in your life today? Yeah, it is. There's it your is. answer. Ah, uh-huh. interesting. Very nice, Jake. That's your answer. Button down went up real quick. You said quick, I'm here to that's with me on the answer, man. <laughs> Angela, what's your what are your thoughts? No, I agree. I think it's it's hard to let go of something that built you um and made you who you think you are, right? Because to Daniel and to Johnny, that's all they had at the moment. They they came from broken homes. And so that's something that that helped build them. Now, mind you, the kids that they have, again, talking about their support, the reason why they were there to support him is because when they needed somebody, karate was there. And who was there? It was Johnny. It was Daniel. You know, and now Chosen. Now Chosen's part of the three, right? The trio. Yeah. The the power of three. So it's it's something that they needed at the time that for them helped them build what they are now. And so it's the obsession is there, but it's kind of a it was it was much needed. It was much needed, you know. Some some people, you know, turn into video turn to video games and other or, or wrestling, like Jake was saying. Um, and karate was was their band aid. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's a lot more going on in California, but maybe this is a small <laughs> town of California that you know we don't know about, or you know, in Reseda. But um, I just. I, I it, it blows my mind, but like I said, you know they, you know, hey, these people love what they love, and you know they're passionate about it. So we can definitely appreciate it because we're here talking about it. Right, um, guys. I am going to wrap this episode up with a quote, and it is: "Say it was the right time to walk away, but dreaming takes you nowhere. It's time to play." Great way to end that one. I like it. Ladies and gentlemen, that is all that we have for you today. I am your host, Nando T. This is the Funkaholics Podcast. That's F-U-N-K-A-H-O-L-I-K-S. We are everywhere. I'm not going to go down the list because literally I just told you we're everywhere. So wherever you want to scratch that podcast, figure it or figure podcast itch, (laughs) we are there for you. Guys, also, if you want to just get a coupon code, we have one for you. It's... Funkaholics Pod. I'm not going to spell it out for you because I've already spelled it once. <laughs> Rewind the podcast. Rewind the podcast. Um, and that's go to popple.com. P-O-P-L.com. Popple has given us a coupon code. So when you go to check out, use that code. It's going to give you 20 to 25%. Popple is the perfect website to represent your brand. Whether it's a podcast, you're a seller, vendor, collector, Whatever it is that you want to do to 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 rep your brand, Popple has everything that you need. Guys, we will be back very soon. We are going to be talking the last episode of last season four. five. Last four. Yeah, yeah, we're knocking on that door. Yeah, and uh, we will. I'm excited. <laughs> right, <laughs> we will have uh, a discussion. I'm going to see if I can get maybe another guest put on with us. Um, and then maybe we'll, uh, we'll talk some season six predictions. I'm down. 
All right. Guys, till next time. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye, everyone.